Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 24th episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educator Collins. I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you today, Collins? Tired. That's what I said. <laughs> but I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking. Uh, but yeah, it's been, a, it's been an interesting week, right? Lots of, there's been changes. And we're still kind of waiting for the um, the big change, right? But this is like maybe like a teaser in terms of like how things are gonna start looking. Like I I I, I know I'm already talking about the pageant, right? But you know that's that's most of the episode, anyways. And uh, it's a yeah, it's yeah, a good sure. uh, like window into their mindset of things to come. I think. You know, cause in term in terms of hero balance, I guess, yeah, yeah, or, or maybe just balance philosophy, yeah, and, and as well, they said they were changing the heroes. I don't think they mentioned anything about changing. I mean, they changed the minions. I don't think they mentioned anything yeah. about changing the heroes. No, I wouldn't be surprised, right, if there's a little bit of rework because, you know, just just randomly not saying that this would happen. Let's say to change a couple of pirates, and they were like. Patches is kind of a monster now. We should maybe change Patches. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not saying that ever happens, but there might be a hero that is specific to minions. Be like, we might need to change the hero a little bit with all these minion changes. Yeah, I don't know. Your Sarah's now OP. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is like <laughs> we printed this insane divine shield dragon. Wait, that's always okay. I, 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 don't, I don't know if that that will happen, but yeah, they haven't mentioned anything about changing heroes, and if they were. I feel like they would say something. They're like, "Oh, we're also changing yeah. heroes. I'll be excited." But I, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, I do I think that you know they got their hands full. Maybe, or you know, sorry, let me rephrase that. Probably there will need to be some hero rebalancing done after they you know change the whole. Because essentially, what they're doing is they're changing all the pieces we're playing with, and then of course the heroes are going to interact completely differently, and and some heroes might just be like, "Wow, this is." That shit broken now. Cool. All right. So maybe you need to do something about that. I would love for you to make a guess of what hero that would be. You know, but I you know the the thing is, it's always it's always the so same hard. that have that option of becoming like insane, right? So like Jandis, her hero power can get even better, or it can get a lot worse if they remove tokens. Something like Hook Tusk again, that can be insane if specific tier one minions are reworked, or get a lot worse once again if they get a, rid of a lot of the economy so it's like are they gonna increase the economy decrease the economy keep it the same i think that alone is already going to be a huge part of how we play the game because especially in this meta tier one is super important there's so many heroes that are just staying on tier one and making triples if they're like not incentivizing that anymore maybe someone like omu is like takes off like crazy because you know just level 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 and yeah so it's oh, just there's so are, much it's so hard to speculate i love how you're suggesting heroes that are already bonkers and you're like that one might be strong like, yeah okay let me see let me let me give let me let me throw out something because i mean can you really make a prediction when you know you know nothing like probably not right but let's see what what are some heroes that that could have a like graybo depending on how they change like true could become insane right like graybo depending on how they rework minions vulgen if there are certain mechanics that allow for that but are there like very specific ones? What you could do Mid is you could uh, create a minion with a death rattle that has a death rattle. Yeah. Death rattle. So Lich King just reborns that and then boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, you what get else? the. I guess, 
Reno is another hero, right? Specifically to how, which, you know, remember when they introduced piggies, we'd just be like, oh, wow, I just hit some kobolds, I win, right? So the same thing with Reno, like maybe one or two units are way too strong when you're golden. Uh, I guess Galakrant is another specific one. Light Fang to tier three. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, there is so much room for them to break the game. And once again, like, I, I think Blizzard changes stuff and balances things with a hammer. They don't really go in, eh, let me just like very mildly try to push. No, it's like, donk, 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 meta will change, meta <laughs> will change. <laughs> change, I told you, change. <laughs> that's, you know, like we're going to talk about the hero buffs. It feels like that's what they did with Daryl. We're like, all right, three hats, fuck it. <laughs> so it's just you know that, that's how blizzard balances and, and i'm sure they're gonna need that hammer uh, after all the minions have been thrown into the wild and we're left to our own devices the hammer but it's balance, gonna be a, it's man. gonna be a crazy week for sure don't, don't, don't. i like that <laughs> i like that analogy how is your week anyways <laughs> uh, it's it's been good it's been good so uh, a bit up and down in terms of the results I got to the front page. I was pretty much on front page for a long time. Today I dropped 500 MMR. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually not that far off. I'm ranked, I'm ranked 32 now. So like around that point, it feels like people don't play as much where right. they like they get their rank and then they chill. So I'm but I'm just having a good time. So I'm just spamming games. And it's it's been good. So been leveling super aggressively, been going for a lot of first place games. And then yeah, obviously sometimes there's some top eights. I think today in particular, I just Level to five a couple times when I wasn't supposed to, and that can very easily, you know, turn your game into an eighth place game, and you know that's minus one thirty or so. So that's you know it doesn't take a lot of those games to lose five hundred or more. Three. Uh, over the you could. Yeah, right. Like you three, can... three to four bad games, right? Let's say eighth or sevens, and you're down five hundred. You can lose five hundred MMR in an hour. Like yeah, if you oh. if you if you put that into context, how long does it take you to gain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to win a game and then it'll be between like 65 to 85. Yeah, so that's like 20 30 minutes, right? As well, right? That's that's the one thing about losing and winning games, right? It's a lot longer to win a game than it is to yeah. to lose a game. So it, it, For sure. it just takes a lot more effort regardless, you know. To, but it's it's been good and and like it hasn't always it's it was definitely not like one bad streak. I think that's right, the cool right, thing right, about right, it. Right. Sometimes you're just like, oh, this day was just shit awful. Because honestly, it's a lot better to get four or five top eights and then a bunch of firsts and seconds and just be like, damn, I'm still down 500 for the day than to just have five, five, six, five, seven, eight, second, five, seven, right? And then that's the same rough outcome, but your day has just been losing. So I, I think that's the cool part where I'm still playing very aggressively and I still get those, uh, those moments where I was like, oh, Easy first, easy first. Uh, when when stuff does line up, when you love the five and you don't die and you find the stuff. That's kind of what happens to me personally. I either win a lot or I lose a lot. You know, that's kind of my experience. Like I'll have like a really good day where it's just like first, 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 second. You know, first I'm like, okay, I can't lose. You know, or yeah. I have a day where it's like eighth, eight, and then I'm like, oh, two eights. Oh, this day is already horrible, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I must be playing like shit. Yeah, All right, there I, we go. Like, the entire like, day is doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you, bro. I feel you. I try to, I try to really look at it like, okay, this loss was bullshit. This loss, I just made a mistake here. To, like today, 
JJ was like playing Gallic Round and zapped a minion from tier one to tier six, rushed a boat, and then I fought him on the turn he got the boat. Like, what are you gonna do, right? <laughs> Yeah. What are you uh, gonna do? Gallic round, Gallic round, rushed the boat, and you took eighteen. What are you gonna? Was do? it? I, I think yeah. it was yesterday. I dealt thirty-one damage on turn seven, uh, <laughs> and I was, I was just like, "This is wrong." Wrong, <laughs> yeah. Feel wrong. He was at like thirty HP or there some, some, some. I was oh, so, sure. it was so wrong. I think it was like twenty, twenty-four or something like that, and he just dies, and it's just like. You know, like, oh my god, what do you do? How do you how do you recover from that? Man? That is a go next situation. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, a little reworked in the uh the I had big a vote. Patch. I had a vote. That's I you know yeah. when you deal that amount of damage, it's Cadgar's needs or both. Or, or yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't know. It's it's rough. It it really is rough, but other than that, it's um it's been okay. At least you know, just trying to play games. I haven't been focusing too much on MMR. I haven't been for a while, but I've just just playing, trying to enjoy myself or enjoy my time. But yeah, generally been all right. Uh, moving on, we will be talking mostly about this particular topic. The patch 21.0.3 point blizzard patch notes have been released. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get their naming scheme, you know, but whatever. They've released a patch that it came out, I believe, on Wednesday. Was it Wednesday or Tuesday? I think I think it was on Tuesday it came out. Um, it's entirely possible, let me think. Well, the the notes the notes came out three days ago, so it's probably yeah Tuesday evening, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. for it, me the, Tuesday evening for you, Tuesday during the day for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The patch notes came out on Monday, but then the patch is on Tuesday. I think that's correct. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, that's true. So yeah, uh, this, we played a couple games. This is basically what we're going to be talking about most of this particular podcast. But yeah, it's been interesting. They've if they've pretty much focused on heroes for this patch. Uh, probably mostly due to them working on the big overall minion changes, right? So they're not really going to be like, hey, we're going to adjust yeah, some of the minions that we're going to adjust in two weeks or three weeks or whatever. Like, here, let's just touch some of the minions. So they've been, it's been overall like, like said, you said hammer changes <laughs> <laughs> for some of them. Maybe uh, some you might not feel them, but. Definitely a lot of them have been some impactful changes, I think. So we'll see what we particularly think about uh, some of the hero changes and their new viability, their new strategies. But overall, uh, that's what we we're talking about. However, we will be talking about some random hero and minion of the week. We usually do that. And I, I thought about skipping it this week, but I didn't. So yeah, let's, uh, let's just get on to that. We will be talking about Toki this week. So Toki, I, I I don't have too much to say about Toki. I do see a lot of people picking Toki in like tournaments when they don't get anything better, right? It it seems like people like to at least try to RNG a game with Toki. I would I, I will admit that it doesn't usually work out. You know, this is like a sixth place, fifth place hero, it seems if you even if you're lucky, but there are some high roll potentials. And if you're going for wins right this is definitely a hero that 
you can get super lucky, but it's a lot harder to to get lucky comparatively to some of the more consistent, more easier to play high roll heroes. You know, like Galakron, you can get lucky with Galakron, but it's a lot easier to get lucky with Galakron than it is to get lucky with Toki. So it's kind of uh, my pick. In terms of ranked, I don't like recommended, right? There's There's usually a lot of better options but it is a hero that you can play especially if you're trying to win that can give you the high roll hero but definitely the inconsistency factor makes her a little bit worse it's kind of weird because i i used to love this hero this used to be one of my favorite heroes or if not my favorite like at one point this was my favorite hero but boy has it dropped <laughs> <laughs> yeah in terms of viability and, and how i'm playing it so yeah it, it, it feels quite bad but that's kind of my opinion i think toki shines in prize lobbies okay because in, in prize lobbies you it is so difficult to just defend it feels like prize lobbies are shoot your shot and really really hope that you just hit and then just kill and then some people hit some people didn't the people that didn't they're gonna die the people that hit they're gonna kill the others i've been, I've and, been having a yeah. lot of games where like three people die at the same time or four people die at the same time right yeah. so the it's people just, that hit kills, lobbies like, just, yeah. bam and i i guess the thing that um toki rewards is leveling because it gives you access to a higher tier minion so like potentially a minion that you would like to triple into but it is obviously random so why I like Toki a lot in prize lobbies is the coins or gacha gifts really smoothens out your curve where you can do things that you wouldn't normally not be able to do. Right? So let's say you start with a token on Toki. There's some really, really stupid, you know, like I, I had a board with like a juggler and two void lords in like very, very early game because there's just no way you would have enough money to normally afford that. Um, but it involves it involved a very fast tier four where um, I went tier four on seven gold and then like coin hero powered froze a five drop. Like that's that's very aggressive. Uh, but that's what the, Yeah, and I rolled that, a Void Lord. Bought that hero power. I rolled a juggler. I rolled a juggler in the Void Lord shop. Yeah. So I bought those two and then I hero powered again. It was another Void Lord. Uh, so then on eight gold, I had juggler Void Lord and maybe another void lord frozen i don't think i had enough money to buy it but obviously you can imagine how the rest of that game goes when that's your eight gold board uh and you're on tier four so there, there's a lot of cool stuff that can happen with toki if you embrace that power leveling and and i think in a prize lobby you have to embrace the power leveling so it, it's this hero that thrives in the chaos where you don't want to do that steady pace let's just be conservative protect our health total etc no it's like Balls to the walls, up, 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 tier, 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 and then just because once you're once you're stable on tier four, you just go to five and you start rolling sixes, and that's where you know that's where it goes to the next level. That's the dream, right? But yeah. I just I end up dying. I try to yeah, and, in regular lobbies, I feel like you just don't have the juice, and the lobby is a bit slower paced, which means it's it's not so good for you. You want that chaos, you want that fast environment, and yeah. So I wouldn't recommend her in normal lobbies, but I think she is, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I take I take Toki over Hookless or whatever. That's <laughs> obviously not a thing. But, you know, if I have, say, 
like Edwin with no mechs, Toki, and then, you know, like two other heroes where I'm like Sarfang or what else? Maybe a rag even? I can be like, sure, I'll take Toki to take a flubby over the rag where I just go hard and just try to win because I don't really think rag performs that well and take it loppies as well. It's just once again, a bit too slow paced. The, the games are over faster, so you just get less value from and, the hero. Another thing with rag and ticket lobbies is our people are leveling quicker, yeah. so they have less minions, right? So it's That's just even harder to, yeah, it's even harder to trigger. You know, so, speaking of uh, like the patch and like the changes, right? What couldn't they like adjust this one too? Like include two <laughs> minions from a higher tier and like, <laughs> just be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that is the Blizzard way, right? Like right there. Like doing their job for them. Yeah, like, like change it to zero. Go, bam! There we go. No, I, I, I think that's uh, that's a little too much. Uh, that's disgusting. Yeah, but yeah, they could definitely do some things with Tokyo. It could definitely use some love. But yeah, that's our overall opinion. Maybe pick it in prize lobbies if there's nothing better as an option. But for regular lobby, is not the biggest fan. Okay. Yeah, I'd second that. Regular lobbies, it's tough for token. You pretty much have to start with a token, or you're screwed. All right. Uh, next minion we're talking about is a Noel module. I think this one's interesting because it it feels like we should have talked about this one already. You know, I don't know. Like that's when I looked at this minion, I'm like, oh, we haven't talked about Noel module. It's like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> it's like, it's an iconic minion, yeah, for sure. I feel like we should have. You know, I have a question for you. Do you think this is like the most important mech? Do you, I feel like this has been slam dunk bought by 99% of the players since the game came out. <laughs> so you can say, yeah, this card is pretty important. Uh, I, I'd say that you've got the Flectobot and you've got this one, right? Those yeah. are two archetypal And Sensei, mechs. come on. Give the, Sensei I, is I support. Sensei is support. Yeah, this I, I, I'd say if you're going to play mechs, mechs, the Flecto is more important. But I think if you want just the minion on average, that's going to be better. This this minion is usually better on average because right. the amount of times where you have a sizable mech and you just slap a module onto it, slap it on a dong, slap it on a bomb or whatever you had from the early game. It's just, yeah, you're, you're, you're almost never sad to see this. Sometimes you will just buy another one to just put four extra IP and you just deny the module. <laughs> To the rest of the lobby, you're like, yeah, slap another four health on it. Uh, if it, you're playing Kurt, this thing is buffed, so you just slap a two six on it, a four six on it. Yeah, because I was like, I was thinking like, when mechs are out, what do I care about more? It, it's more the fact that I can't get a normal modules than like, oh, I can't go deflector or or four reaper yeah. or any. It's it's the fact that I just can't get a normal modules. You know, it, it stops. It makes the arm come harder. It makes like making good uh, amalgadons harder. It makes you know you can't do any like full reaper cleave cheese where you just have like a big full reaper immediately. You know, there's a lot of like little things that happen because the neural module's out more than oh a deflectos out or any of the other uh, menaces out. You know, those those don't matter as much as just having that divine shield application. So I was like, huh, yeah, definitely have like maybe the most important mech in my opinion uh in the game so yeah overall in the game i would so definitely agree like the the amounts 
the amount that it also changes your positioning where you're like, oh, I'm not going to run into a module. I don't need a bumper. Or, you know, you, at least you don't play a bumper until fairly late into the game. We're like, okay, at this point, they might, you know, have like Bronze Ward and Taunted, or they might just have rolled a perfect dong where right? that happens as well. So I'd say that is that is a huge, huge factor if you're just thinking about how am I going to, you know, sometimes you just put a spore in position one and no mech lobbies, and you're like, that's going to work out. Because the amount of times it just runs into a gar or it runs into a huge molten rock or anything else. Or um Quill War, the the duo that's untaunt unshielded. Yeah, so I think it's a good card. <laughs> it's an excellent card. Yeah, I I I think it's a really strong card. Definitely uh fits more compositions than just mechs, right? You can put it into uh a You little... have a mech, you like this one. Yeah, yeah, it's really good with mechs, and then even if you're like just running like non-mech stuff with an Amalgadon, or you're running arm composition, or or some type of even like just regular taunts, uh, if you have like a taunted brand, and you have a normal module, I've done that a couple of times, where you just play a normal module, you play Scavenger, you have like, a, what, a 6-8 a six out of oh, nowhere device, sure. so, yeah, very viable, so. I, I think it is a game changer when you just realize that you can play this without attaching it to a mech. Like, I really, really learned how to do that when I started playing arm comp. Because you're right. like, it's perfect. It's taunt. Check. It's got divine shield. Check. All right. That's done. So obviously, it's better on an egg. But an egg is also an extra three gold you're paying. And sometimes I will see people buy a micro mummy from the shop to put the module on there, I'm just like, eh, is that going to be worth the three gold? Where, yeah, now your guy has plus one, plus two, and summons a one one. Yeah, you could have maybe done something better with your turn. Like so, buy a menace, it, right? And then put it on there. Like, well, I mean, that's, you know, how, yeah, I do like, I do like menace module over module menace because it's easy to tackle the menace, but still, yeah, it's, uh, it, there's, it's the same idea. <laughs> It's the same idea, but whatever. The cool part is that it smooths out your turn a lot when you don't have to buy the other mech. Or you have Light Fang and you buy the module and you don't see a mech, right? That happens too. You have Light Fang on the board, you open the shop, ooh, module, let's buy the module. And then you roll and you're like, hmm, I didn't hit the sneaks or whatnot. I guess I'll just play the 2-4. And now I have a 4-6 Taunt Divine Shield. Perfect. It's like Cleave Protection, everything. Yeah, the great card, very viable. I recommend picking this up. No matter what composition you're running ever, just always take this. You can always <laughs> randomly find a a poison amalgadon without divine shield. That's very common these days. So you know, it's just see a dong in the wild. That's one with poison and no shield. Buy him, boy. Yeah, I mean that does happen quite a bit. But yeah, I I, I do think it's not like always buy and so buy right you do have to be a little bit careful but this fits a lot of compositions and it's 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 usually a safe buy in in the like you're trying to get stronger you don't necessarily know what you're looking for you pick this up sometimes you can just roll into something and be like oh a sneeze oh egg da, da, da. i can put this on now i have a like something to play around you know i have a, a good minion you know i have i have one minion now instead of zero <laughs> So yeah, I, I do think this is pretty good. Uh, another thing uh, that I see sometimes, which always confuses me, people will buy the two five buffer, 
and then they'll skip this and i'm just like eh, you know you can just buy this and get the same stats with more health Skipping, yeah i don't know who you've been spectating though. <laughs> i don't know that seems this, very this very is a long time ago i, I will admit. okay okay maybe maybe people have gotten better and they don't do that kind of thing but I do, I do, I have seen it before, and I was like very confused. I, I've seen it at least once in, in, in existence, so I, I will make that a, a notion. But yeah, it's it, it's basically better than the the, the two five buffer. So I definitely want to keep. But currently a good card. I think we've uh, sang its praises enough. It, it oh man, this this card reminds me of the three four. Um, there used to be a three four. Divine Shield mech uh, before they removed it. I think it was a tier 3 minion. Oh, Psychotron. Psychotron, yeah. And that was just so sad because it was so good for mech comps. Because you, you pick this, you you run like, you have like a menace, you get two uh, leapers or something, you have like a 7-4 a Divine Shield very quickly with Deflecto. It's like so good. Um, Wait, Psychotron was a 5 drop, right? No, I mean it was a five drop in arena, but oh, in, right, in yeah. battlegrounds it, it was. Wait, it was on three. It was either on three or four. Maybe it was on four. Because uh, I know a Noyotron was a two, right? For a while. A Noyotron was a was a one. Was was it a one? No, no, no. No, it was a two. No way. I think it was a two. Yeah, we're talking old school BGs and, here. And Psychotron was a maybe it was a maybe it was a four. Because three sounds really good. Three sounds dumb, right? Co yeah, Cobalt like... was on three, and then Psychotron was on four, I think. Okay, sure. But yeah, it, it was. It was, it reminds me of that card. It was really strong, really good. Oh, dude. Speaking of a Neurotron, I, I remember the concerts. All Divine Shield minions just find the Leapers, you know, da-da-da-da-da. You'd have like 21-2 Neurotrons. <laughs> That was the that was the meta. Uh, oh, it was a three drop. You're yeah, right. It was a it three. Was a three. Okay. I see. No, I'm I'm looking at the uh, the old the old card here. Haha. -ha. Yeah. I remember this. It's so crazy that they thought that pack leader as a three, three uh, three three for three was also a three drop. Right? They're like, oh well, here's pack leader, and here is a three four Tom Dimension. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. I mean, giving a beast next for attacking roughly about as good. Right? It, yeah. it it was maybe kind of good just because, like, uh, Rat Pack was on on two. That's that's sure. why. Like, it was like. But you're buying the viable. you're buying the Rat Pack before you buy it, right? So the Rat yeah. Pack starts out as a two, so then you need to like, whatever. Reminiscing about the old the old days. Yeah, but it just reminds me of that card. But it's better, you know. It costs more, oh, has less better. attack, but better. You know, funny enough, the power of ma magnetic. Uh, ma magnetic is actually like a really good ability, uh, and uh, it it it's it's sad that it's not on more things, or or some variant is not on more things. Like when you're mutinous, everything is magnetic. Everything's magnetic. Yeah. <laughs> Slap them on each other, boys. Yeah, I mean, it, you're so often limited by board space. So being able to make your minions stronger without having to, or make being able to make your board stronger without having to add another minion to the board, that is powerful. Definitely uh, 
It's definitely a good unit. Anyways, yeah, whatever. Let's move on. This this unit I mean, good. It's, it's module, right? We yeah, love module. Yeah, this yeah. unit great. Pick it up, yes. Is this is what you think about when mechs are gone a lot of the time, but uh let's uh let's move on to the the patch that we have. We've got uh Wait, did I say? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've already talked about the patch. We've got the first thing of the patch, probably the most impactful. Is that is that is that a fair assessment? I don't know if that's necessarily true, but it feels like it. Probably, yeah. unless you know we see some some stats, because I feel like Daryl might just skyrocket in the stats right now. Yeah, yeah. I played Daryl a little bit. I wasn't like super impressed, to be fair, but you know. I, it was all right. But yeah, we've got the Shutterwalk revamp. So uh, big things for Shutterwalk, right? Uh, in the in the collection, they kind of debated us, right? Because they had the... Um, yeah. <laughs> they had the, uh, a, other, another proposed change, and we talked about that change. We're like, oh, this change, I, we don't like it. And they heard us, and they're like, "Oh, they don't like it. Okay, let's uh, let's do something else." Hey, we were, we already heard that they don't like this change. Let's change it up. They changed it up, and they definitely made it a uh, a lot uh, more interesting, I guess. Right. So let's take a let's just say the um, the new ability. Right. The old ability was Burgle. Cost one. Your next battle cry this turn triggers twice. So cost one to make your battle cry trigger twice. It doesn't work with brand. You know, blah blah blah. It wasn't like the craziest thing. Now, new Snicker Snack, that's the name, uh, cost zero, adds a 1 1 shuttling to your hand that repeats all battle cries you've played twice per game. So, I gotta say, when I read this, I did not read it correctly because that is not what I had in my head until someone was like, oh no, it's, it, it's, every, it's every battle cry you've ever played. I, what I thought it said was add a 1 1 shuttling to your hand that repeats all battle cries you've played this turn that's what i thought exactly it said exactly the same thing i played i played shutterwalk with that in mind the very first time i played him i still got top four somehow but yes very different hero when you understand it the way we did or the way it actually works okay that's what i thought it said and then then i was just like doing some stuff and they're like oh man shutterwalk's crazy i was like yeah it's all right it's like no you get to repeat all the battle cries you played since the beginning of the game and i was like no, you mean this turn? He's like, no, 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 read the card. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh, what is this? This is a different hero. <laughs> I thought it was. Oh man. So yeah, this is uh this is definitely um has some potential, I guess. You know, some you know a little bit of a Hyrule esque potential. And sometimes it also works with brand, right? I I do think they want it to be very um focused on making sure that it had brand synergy uh in this particular hero so oh man i don't know what to say about this hero it, it's it's hard to evaluate unless you've played a lot of games with this particular hero because you can definitely waste this like to be fair but you can also just high roll the hell out of this especially with a brand and it's possible to get more shuttlings from the shuttling hero power. I saw someone do that, and I'm not exactly well, sure. How I, I think do. you, I think you get shuttlings from the shuttling hero power, but not when you're shutterwalk. I think it's when you're playing someone and you play Muro, and you steal a shuttling. 
from Shutterwalk. And you're like, oh, and now my Shutterling will Murrow. They'll maybe steal another Shutterling or something like that. Isn't I that, think that's usually... Isn't that wrong? <laughs> isn't that like infinite combo? Well, not necessarily because the Shutterling is not targeting the Shutterling with the Murrow. It's targeting a thing on the board, which can be the Shutterling, but it can also be something else. But I've... Uh, have you seen the clip of XD? Yes. Uh, Someone had yeah, to okay. show it to me. Yeah, so that that just keeps going, right? Like he just he murrows and like the murrow get the the murrow gets on the shutter and then the shutter gets another shutter and then he just keeps going and yeah, Fun. it's it's it definitely has a yog. If if you've ever played yog and constructed, they definitely have a yog esque feeling to it. I play yog like... in battlegrounds. I don't get a yog esque feeling from this. What Very else? different. <laughs> Yogg in Battleground is boring, really what, boring. What do you mean boring? Yogg in Constructed, you just like, you load it up with spells and they're like, let her rip, right? And that's how it feels now with Battle Cries. You fill it up with Battle Cries and let her rip. All right, just shuttling, take the wheel and then see where the chips fall. Make sure you sell your whole board before you play. You play the shuttling so you can get a token triples. You know, that's, that's the line. Um... <laughs> Have you um, so? Have you had crazy games yet? I haven't Shutter played Rock? the hero. No. Okay. I've uh, I've had one like insane, insane game, which was like a super easy first. But I I went with the tier one curve, okay. and it was a stupid game because I somewhat hard rolled for tokens, and I found three alley cats and two tide hunters. Okay. So I got a triple from my cat without playing the Shutterling. And then I played the Shutterling, which then completed my tide under triple mm. and made a whole new alley cat triple on its own. Mm. So I got three five drops on eight gold. Mm -hmm. And then Long I used the, the last. So no, didn't get a brand down. No, but the, the thing is the brand immediately doesn't matter that much. It's more you just want to set up, right? Um, I got Agam, Lightfang, and then a good support card. Okay. So set up for Menagerie. And then I just, you know, I just teared up. I got a brand and I just played Flatusk, Agam, Menagerie. And then I had the second Shudderling just copied all the battle cries for gems. And I just got a hand full of gems after playing no, my entire. Didn't, 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 didn't I didn't sell, sell your... my like 50 50 demon and shit for what? a triple. Wow. I, I, I decided against that. Could have sold your whole board, Shady. Got, a, got two the, more triples. The thing is, that is a tame version of what you can do because I've seen people put like 40 40 50 50 worth of stats on a Murloc board when you have all the Murloc, the Seers, the Begurgles in the pool. You know, or in in the on the, the stack or whatever you want to call that, right? Yeah, they're they're just saved up in the shutterling, and then the brand just times two. Uh, so what I'm not sure of is if you times two the battle cry with the brand, does it also times two on the shutterling? I don't think so. You get times four. I don't think so, right? I think it just copies the cards. I don't think it copies times four with a brand instead of times two. That would be, hmm, that would be. Yeah, I, I don't think so, right? I think it's just the cards you played. So it's not that relevant to get a brand like immediately, but it's, uh, you definitely want the brand on the board when you are playing the Shadowling. Oh, one thing is if you play Soul Devourer, it will eat your demon, <laughs> which is normal because it will 
follow the battle cry. So, gold. yeah, you'll get the gold and you'll get a big shadowling because it'll actually take the stats as well. Okay. Um, the thing that I was mindful of was if I were to play an Amalgadon, <laughs> Amalgadon is a demon, and the shadowling might develop a little taste for Amalgadon. So that was something in the back of my mind where if I had played a soul devourer, right? Because then the it'll get the Amalgadon adapt as well. Yes, but it's not a type. So it fits your menagerie very poorly. So it would be like a last turn kind of thing. Also, if you have a perfect dong, the shutterling might not be perfect. So it'll be better uh, than perfect. But better than perfect. But perfect plus 50 health. Yeah. It's amazing. So, anyways, that was in the back of my mind where um that and honculus after watching the clip of course for anyone who hasn't <laughs> for anyone who hasn't watched the xd clip he essentially plays um shutterling but he's played them he's played a homunculus at some point and because he gets a golden shutterling from like a golden mirrozond plays it so all the battle cries are times what is it times two and then another times two with the brand it's silly. So he ends up killing himself because the homunculus <laughs> battle cry keeps going off. Yeah, and it's so tragic. Homunculus and you're now yeah, a and you're dead, right? <laughs> it's heartbreaking because you you watch the board just get ginormous because he's also played a million other battle cries. He's yeah. played a million, like just Murloc buffs and jugs and everything. And just so you see the board just becoming disgustingly large. But you also see him just lose two health every time the cycle happens and you just watch, oh no, no, no. And he's just dead. So yeah. Yeah, I think that this is a, a great WeWork in terms of flavor. I think this is absolutely the Shutterwalk experience. If you've played Shutterwalk and Constructed as well, just, you know, same thing as the AUG, let it rip, right? Just feed feed the Shutterwalk and then let it rip. And that is, um, that is essentially what you're doing here. Probably the main uh, issue when you're playing this hero is getting to the point where you can let it rip. So... Uh, surviving to the point where you've stacked all the battle cries. So I think a very crude first impression is you use the first one to stabilize, you know, stabilize, get either triples or, you know, I haven't not tier one curved it because it feels so normal to tier one curve with the tokens, but you can probably also regular curve it, but then it feels like you're just getting less out of it. Uh, you'd have to hit a lot of mugs very early, etc. So uh, maybe possible. Uh, we can experiment with it. But for now, it feels like this hero likes tier one. Just copy the tokens and get five drops and then stabilize with those. And then the other one is uh, the spicy one you use where I think the other shutter walk game I had where I came in fourth was one where I didn't really get much direction, but I just had a brand. I had Argus and I had Strong Shell. And I just added another like, what is that, 40, 50, 60 stat points to my board just by <laughs> brand copying, like, or Shutterling copying another three scavengers. So with brand, every scavenger, that's another, uh, what is that, five units every time. So that's a lot of stats you get uh, when you copy that. So yeah, I think Murlocs copying Primal Fin, copying... Uh, Begurgle and all that, or copying Scavenger. To, like, you can't really go wrong with those buffs. True. Sounds, um, sounds like there's definitely some high roll potential in there. You know, just listening to what you said, it sounds like, oh, you could do a little bit of high rolling, but, uh, there's, a, there's good clips out there already. Yeah. Um, 
the domain is seen... survival yeah yeah it's it, it's like with any hero that can do crazy stuff in the late game right it's like cool but let's let's not die first um, so i think when tokens are out this is this hero feels a bit more brand slash jandis-esque where a huge power level difference when tokens are in or tokens are out so i uh, i have yet to play it in a non-token lobby i'm sure that at some point I'll be desperate enough to try and just be like, hey, you know, well, this is garbage. Okay, cool. <laughs> now we know that. Or like, oh, cool. You know, I could still do something with it. Um, there's also some like really weird game breaking things you can do, but they're so specific. Um, have you seen the screenshot of the Poison Hydra? No. So there, up till now, there has not been a way to make a Poison Ghoul or a Poison Hydra, right? which according to the rules of Constructed, the poison ghoul or the poison hydra would destroy anything it touches. So yeah, po yeah. poison ghoul would just KO anything that doesn't have a shield. Just run death rattles and stuff. Or shields. Yeah, you'd, shields you'd run shields, shields or death rattles, yeah. right? Now, you don't really have to come up in arms straight away and be like, oh my god, I can't believe what they've done now. Because it's one of those things that is really difficult to do if it's not a very controlled environment. So what you need is um, you need to play, and obviously, you know, anyone listening live correct me if i'm wrong but you need to play an amalgadon so that you get the adaptations so that it can become poisonous and you need to have a faceless so that the faceless battle cry will target the ghoul or the hydra in the shop and then adapts itself poisonous afterwards um, so very very difficult to replicate in an actual game but something cool to do in the custom mode when you just messing around with the card and yeah i've seen the screenshot of the poison hydra the poison ghoul i haven't seen it go off yet i haven't seen like the like the poison animation on the ghoul killing everything but i would imagine that's that was that's what yeah, happened that's that's too much ifs to play to do in like a real game yeah, yeah. that's not a, like a, oh my god the shutter rock made another poison ghoul huh right shouldn't happen very often yeah i don't think i don't think that's the most feasible way to 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 do it in a real game like you need to buy a faceless and you need to buy everything in the minion everything in the shop except for a hydra and ghoul and then also playing the Malgadon. and then hope that the, it adapts poison hope you get poison yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know that's that's not a and then not die in the real game while you're working on that strat. I mean, I mean, it, it's kind of okay because if if you if it does work, you win. You know, in a sense, right? Like you'll have a really good advantage being able to blow any non ton non uh, divine shield minion units, right? Let's say elementals are in. Okay, you know, I could see you working <laughs> for that. Like, <laughs> all right, you know, nice gars, loser. Yeah, but <laughs> other than that, I'm like. Eh. Maybe too much effort there, but yeah, definitely an interesting hero. Still has a lot to like be discovered, right? I don't think the it's been fully figured out like two days or three days in, right? Like there's still a lot of expressions, strategies to be figured out there. So definitely a hero I think will get better with time, um, and could be busted, you know. Um, my initial in interpretations i'm not like screaming nerf but you know maybe in the future i might change my opinion but i, I think it's it's yeah, very so cool no, i'm not like uh let's nerf the hell out of it 
I'm, I'm just looking at initial HS replay feedback. Uh, it's currently performing definitely decent. It's uh, two spots below Omu, one spot below, above Vol'jin. It's it's about uh, first quarter of tier two, so comes in so, okay. reasonably high. So pick up, yeah, and, basically. And I think that there is, um, it's currently being picked. 58% of the time. So that's probably not double token lobbies every time. Uh, so being played with one token or being played with zero tokens. So it will be... Um, I wouldn't be surprised to watch the win rates go up, go up yeah. quite a bit more after people you know, either pick them a little less when it's not supposed to be picked or just get better at the hero. But uh, fun hero, like one of the more unique heroes I think they've added in. Uh, in uh, well, I mean, Gilwing is also pretty unique, right? So they've 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 been trying, right? It, it's like they've run out of like pure stat heroes, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of run out of just giving them stats. We have to do something a little bit more interesting now. So uh, you're starting to see them be like, okay, let's let's give them a shadow one value. So. Uh, I, I, cool. Yeah, I like that more than just giving people stats anyway, so I, I'm not too sad to see that, but it's going to be interesting to see how it changes from now, but it does seem pretty promising and pretty playable, so if you do want to try out the hero, definitely, I, I do recommend it. I think it has some some opportunities to be really fun and enjoyable for the people playing it, so that's definitely something you want to prioritize especially in games like this making sure that you're enjoying the heroes and i have um been sad to see like some of like the really old heroes and stuff they don't feel fun to play so if you're adding more new heroes that are feeling a little bit more enjoyable to play that's definitely a direction you want to take things so i like it next min hero we have a uh, dancing buffs so daryl's got a little bit of dance buffs so they wanted to change a two to a three all right, that's it. what that does, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing. They've changed a two to a three. Who cares? Like, let's move on. Doesn't do anything at all. <laughs> Daryl sucks now. Da, da, da. I think Daryl's playable. I played it um a couple, twice, I think. And I, I, I top four every time, and I didn't, like, get lucky. Uh, yeah. In my Same opinion. Way. Yeah. Didn't get lucky, but I top four every time. Like, you'd, like one one two targets feels good and if you can if you can like get lucky if you can get some like divine shield um what's it called deflecto synergies like a, a real good mech comp with dancing bus on it that that seems like it would be really really strong so i think it's it's pickable now and i wasn't i wasn't in a in a token lobby that's another thing i want to i wasn't in a yeah, token lobby yeah, that's, you know, that's stuff to work with yeah so uh Nothing was working for me, but I like I was like new hero, let's play it, and it still worked out. So I, I think there's definitely some value here, uh, and and I and I think it needed it. Like no one was picking this hero before. It used to be like top two, top three, you know. Like, but it's it it definitely has fallen off with uh, some of the power creeps. So maybe it just needs the the buffs, and now it's maybe playable. So that's been my experience. What about you? I think that Daryl, first of all, is not the easiest hero to play if you don't have that experience, right? I think that's yeah. a huge leg up for veterans of metas where Daryl was very good. I've missed out on a ton of metas, but that's one I was very 
active in when they're almost the nuts. So there's there's a couple of breakpoints. For instance, when you're selling a lot of the time, you love having seven gold left when you're dancing because it means you can buy the unit you danced on, that's three gold, roll, that's one gold, and then buy that seven gold total. Um, like that, that, for instance, changes the whole way how you play Daryl and you just get a lot more efficient at playing Daryl when you're not afraid to play, you know, six units on the board to make that seven gold, uh, you know, like point. Or, or, or 10 gold. That's what I was doing. I was good. At yeah. That. You yeah. can also do, you know, Collins always likes to go a little above, but <laughs> Collins always, see, Collins is very used to having seven cards in the hand. So, you know, just like, of course, 10 gold is not a problem, you know? This is a multi-turn dance project. We don't dance every turn in here. We set up for a big one. Uh, but yeah, so I think that playable is a bit of an understatement right now. We know what a, changing a two into a three does in this game, or at least we know what it can do. And I think with Daryl, it's not an exception where Daryl was a force. Uh, and then obviously power creep happened. But this wasn't a small buff. This was a very, very significant buff where every hat is instead of plus two, plus two, uh, plus, or sorry, every minion is three hats. So plus three, plus three, instead of plus two, plus two. That is a huge jump in efficiency and that cannot be underestimated. Um, if we look at the win rates right now, Daryl is just over Janus. <laughs> He's coming in fourth. Doesn't if you're win the lobbies. I haven't looked at it. Yeah, oh, but yeah, it comes in with this giant ass drop off for first, but second, third, fourth, fourth. is really yeah, it's really a top high. four hero. It's the, but it's I think the it's better MMR, kind of like how Daryl used to be. Right. No, I think I really hate Cthulhu because Cthulhu feels so lame and defenseless un when you miss a un token. Inspiring, huh? Maybe I just missed a token on one and I was like, all right, just kill me now, please. Come on, <laughs> put me out of my misery. I'm an old guy, like, send me on my way. So it just feels completely terrible to play. Uh, but Daryl, right? You cannot hit a token on turn one. And you're like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'll just I'll buy the acolyte and then you know I'll just find some tokens. I'll go to three, I'll get a you know, I'll get one more turn, just just like oh, charge, 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 and then boom, you just have this, you know, like I had one game where mechs were out, dragons were out, I had no dance targets, I just made a huge rat pack. Good enough for top two, right? I made a huge rat pack, and then I made a huge ground shaker after that. It's just like, okay, this is good enough, right? The stats were just so overwhelming that I played like ground shaker Daryl for top two, and it was just like my ground shaker was danced on was big enough, my rat pack was danced on was big enough, and, and you know, you as made a huge pack leader, yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I'm trying to figure out. I don't know what was out, what else was in there, but apparently it was good enough. Anyways, that was top two. And another one, I got two bronze bardens. So obviously that game uh, is a little smoother. Much easier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I haven't had the deflect though yet. And I think that is, there's probably some dirty, dirty, dirty things you can do when you play Daryl arm comp with danced on deflecto, because then you have a deflecto that doesn't automatically die when it gets hit without a shield. And that's where the shit really hits the fan because Oh my God, right? If you can recover from a bad luck uh, hit where your deflecto doesn't die because it only has three health, uh, it now has 30 health, 35 yeah. health, maybe even. Because every time you buy a clunker, that's another two health, and you probably buy every clunker. You're probably going to buy Sensei. You're rolling on three. 
there's some really cool stuff. And you can also dance on a menace later to put even more health on the deflecto. That's another thing we have to mention when we're playing Daryl is with magnetic, you can just say, okay, I'll find a menace, I'll find a module, I'll dance on that, and then I'll put that on the deflecto, and it now has even more health. So yeah, very like, yeah. The, this hero feels like one of the few heroes that can actually do tier three, tier four right now in this in this meta. There's not a lot of them these days, so no. you gotta take them while you can. Maybe necessary, right? Give some people some hope if they want to stay a little bit lower. Daryl might be able to do it. So yeah. I, I don't think I don't look at this buff and I'm like, oh Blizzard, what have you done now? I'm like, okay, this is fine because as you mentioned, this is not something that is happening in this meta. Maybe Edwin, right? Like Edwin is one right. of the few that maybe, but I don't really love it even to play Edwin. because uh, yeah, so. Edwin feels a bit more dependent because you need you to need find deflectors, yeah. Yeah, otherwise you're just out. So whereas Daryl, as we've experienced so far, you don't need the deflecto apparently. It's just really good when you do hit the deflecto. Yeah, maybe that's where the first places are coming from, the people that are hitting the deflectors, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah so. um, definitely think this is maybe a necessary buff for Daryl, right? Like, before this, like, if you looked at the win rates, right, Daryl was not performing that well, but this one change from a two to, to three, the hammer approach, Seems to be a mighty, <laughs> mighty fine hammer for Daryl, and Daryl started dancing again, you know? Daryl's like, praise hammer, praise Blizzard. Tipping yeah. his top hat for for Blizzard here, so must be nice. So definitely a hero I recommend. Seems pretty safe. Seems to be a safer Cthulhu, and Cthulhu was relatively safe for at least rank play, so... uh. Definitely recommend playing this hero, especially when mechs are in, especially when dragons are in, right? Tokens are in, right? Seems very a lot of a lot of value to be done here, so I do recommend it. Uh, next hero is Flurgo. We're talking about all the interesting heroes at the beginning. It seems, yeah, Flurgo goes fishing. It seems like it really felt like I was uh, channeling uh, Smash Brothers when this. <laughs> I made some of the name titles, but yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, it looks like uh, I when I first read the ability, I was like, "Did they? Why? Why are they? Why are they do adding this one? They they haven't changed it." I was like, "I didn't see it. Yeah. Maybe I'm I just I'm not." Corporate asked me to spot the difference between yeah. these two pictures. They're the same picture. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I took I took another read. I still didn't see it, and I took a third read, and that's that's when I saw the <laughs> difference, where it it says instead of. After you sell a Murloc, it now says after you sell a minion, a minion, which is very different, very big, I, I think, in my opinion, uh, in terms of how often you'll get extra Murlocs. It's now a lot. I've played two Floral games, I think, and uh, they've been okay. Like, um, one game, I don't think I saw Brand, and I it was fine. Like, I was able to still do Daryl stuff. And the other game, uh, I saw Brand later on. But it was still okay. Like, at, like as soon as you get the brand, you're like, you you just get lookouts like so easy, and it's just like, okay, lookout, and then the sell the lookout. Okay, another lookout. Okay, I'm good. Like triple, 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 triple. Uh, so, uh, it's a lot easier to get triples, right? Um, a nice thing is I can stay on four, and then triple everything on my board, and then see if the, one of them gives me the brand, 
and it's it's a lot easier since you're getting lookouts uh very consistently right like if you're buying a three and then selling like you're you're seeing like five different minions uh five different murlocs right and if you had a lookout then you're seeing six and it, it it's a lot easier just like re-roll especially when you're not um locked into buying only murlocs right you can buy like small buffs to get a little bit stronger than sell it like you can buy a mug early and sell that and then like oh here's a murloc in your shop so uh but it's pretty nice also you're not like locked in right sometimes beforehand the only time i tried with this hero uh at least initially was when i started with a tide hunter and i had the um uh i could choose the hero and then i saw there's a tide hunter in the shop so i knew i was gonna get two murlocs uh starts but now i don't care what i start with like yeah. give me whatever give me a token give me uh blood gems right it's fine i'll get murlocs eventually you're guaranteed to get murlocs so it's definitely more playable i don't know if it's like nuts or anything or you're still kind of relying on hitting a brand but it's not as like hopeless i feel when i played it as as before where you're like ah, i have no chance here it's like I, at least i can triple the minions i have sometimes i'm getting small buffs and it's okay so it's playable it, you do kind of like you still kind of need to be lucky right you still need the brand if you want to win right but you can possibly top four it's not like game over for you i wouldn't like necessarily recommend it like i would recommend daryl or maybe even shutterwalk I, I i still think you need some experience to play this hero but it's it's better i it's definitely better for sure what's your thoughts so my i have not played flirk okay right? i, I so played twice take, take it with a grain of salt but my impression is that you get to be flirk more efficiently but being flirk is still bad so yeah you still you get to do the shuffling thing where you're just hoping to triple into a brand but that is still like a long shot, right? Where if you do that and you do not hit brand, when you are usually you're sitting on three, or I guess in this case, you'd want to do four for lookout. But the chance that you hit the brand from your triple is not, it's not in your favor, right? That's not a 50-50 bet. So that is already a very risky prop proposition or proposition to take. And you can also just not hit the triples, even though you're making Murlocs, because it's still, it's not that cheap to keep selling and buying stuff, right? Even it's, though anything you sell is a, is a Murloc. It's, okay, it's not that bad uh, in terms of like, there's not that many Murlocs, right? Like you're going to get, you're going to get Paris, like almost guaranteed. You're going to get Paris. So once you... If, if you're on four, it's, it's okay once you're on four because you can roll into lookouts. You can you can get lookouts randomly, and the lookouts can, like, fix a lot of things. I was on four, and I got three triples. And I didn't hit brand, and that wasn't... I didn't, like, insta-lose. I still had, like, a decent board, even without not having the brand. So I had to level to five because I had no more pair of triples. And then I... And, like, I eventually rolled into brand, and I was like, is that too late? I was like, ah, maybe not, right? So okay. I, huh? So I, help me understand where the decent board is coming from. Sorry, I'm trying uh, to follow the equation. Yeah. So I didn't hit brand, but I hit a a burgurgle, right? So I had a burgurgle buff. Uh, oh, okay. So you hit, you tripled into burgurgle. Yeah, and then I tripled uh, the the okay. four four that plus one plus ones, 
right? So you got one, 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 yeah, one. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, I saw like four or five seers as well, and as sure. well as poisons. So I like three poisons. And, and these are generated just by sitting on the same shop and just shuffling, or by rolling? Yeah, just sitting, just because you hit lookout. Lookout is like you pick yeah. whatever you want, right? So you, so you you hit lookout, you get yeah. poison, you right? you you sell the lookout. That's another murloc. You sell the poison. That's another murloc, right? So um, it's very easy to just have a seven minions, right? And if 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 you don't like that, you can just roll once, right, and then sell, and you're not like locked into having seven minutes of the board it's very easy to see a ton of murlocs per turn right you're you're probably seeing like 10 plus murlocs yeah. the problem is you're still playing murlocs with yeah, yeah, yeah. that and yeah, that so, is that is fine on flurg when you had bran or bergurgle but i feel like without bran or bergurgle it's you, that's gonna be yeah rough. you could you triple everything really quickly so you're you're tripling your minions in like two turns and then if you don't hit that brand, then you, you level the five. At least that's what I did. I level the five and roll into it, right? And even the, the like, the turn I roll into five, uh, the turn I roll into brand, I buy the brand, I, I sell some minions, I see a lookout, and I buy the lookout, okay? I play like a brand, right? Instant Burger, like, Burgergo Sears, right? You're, you're, you're significantly stronger, like, immediately, even, even if you're getting the brand super late. So I was able to just get a strong board, even though it took a while. And I imagine if I got the brand, quicker like while i was on four it would be a lot easier a lot smoother game so i think it's possible i wouldn't say i recommend florgo or florgo's the pick you know da 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 but it if you don't like your options it, at least it's playable now it it feels like you can play the hero even though i'm yeah. not just gonna say i recommend the hero at all so i'm gonna throw some like hard reality at that as well from the stats florg has currently got a comfortable lead and being the lowest win rate hero of hey, the hey that's that that was flowing before anyways a comfortable lead with a 5.2 average placement with chenvala coming in with a respectable 5.06 um the funny thing is Flurk has a 45% pick rate right now because people are just like, ooh, new hero play, let's take so it. So maybe up. people are not playing it well, you know. Yes, uh, I think that is probably an understatement. I think a lot of people have no idea how to play Flurk because there's probably a good a good reason to not have an idea how to play Flurk. True. Um, but I think also Flurk might have been slightly overhyped by a lot of people when because when you when you look at the improvement in a nutshell, it's crazy. Right, going from having to have a Murloc to any minion, yeah, that is a crazy buff. But if it's a buff to something you don't want to be doing, then it doesn't matter that much, at least in my opinion. Right, so I don't think I want to be playing Murlocs in this meta because it is a bit weird. Yes, if you hit the brand, it's fine, but without the brand, it feels like you don't get enough value from the two gold you invest. You're like, oh, I get to play a seer, oh, I get to play because. Not every Murloc you're shuffling is going to be a lookout, a seer, or a felfin, right? So there is going to be duds in there. So you, I, you know. I, anyway. I did get a decent amount of lookouts, and that did help a lot. So, um, my two games felt felt all right, felt playable. I didn't, I don't think I won. I got like second and like fourth or something like that. But yeah, worth you, trying out. Yeah, sure. I, I, I think um, if you don't like your heroes, I wouldn't like hate you picking this one i could see the stats are bad but that might just be to be people playing it when they don't know what they're doing right but even when you know what you're doing it doesn't mean you're it's going to be 
well because you're still relying on rng right like you could you could definitely roll into like no no buffs as you're as you're shuffling right you can you can roll to no buffs you can also um not roll enough right that's definitely something like you don't have to shuffle 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 you can still just roll normally and hit murlocs right there was one particular turn where i didn't like the shuffle i rolled normally and i i rolled into like good murlocs and i was like yeah this is way better than shuffling you know so um it's not like shuffling is not the only play it's the play that is the fanciest but maybe not the highest win percentage but definitely what you want to be it feels like it encouraging you to do since uh it's very easy to do Flurg enthusiasts are definitely still happy about this because there are some people that still like playing this hero and this is a very nice quality of life change. Yeah, if, if you yeah, I if you play Flurgo, you're not excited about this buff. The problem is no one plays Flurgo, so you know <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it didn't really impact for but I, I think it's a good direction. Um what if you like uh gave it another passive where like Murlocs are plus one plus one, just gave it the uh the mech the mech treatment. Yeah, that might be enough to survive right that early game better where you know you're guaranteed getting a murloc if you're following normal curve with buy sell on five gold um so add, yeah. what about add a random murloc to bob's tavern and give it plus one plus one that like it's a small change but it might might be relevant like that's not very hammer-esque right that's not very hammer-esque <laughs> It's not right. It, yeah, sure, sure. bring in the hammer. <laughs> Two murlocs every time. All right, so it seems. Yeah. Um, I'm saying you can try it, but Shady's reality is saying no. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't waste your MMR here. Don't do it on your main account. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, because if it's good, clearly the general public is not play. It's not intuitive. Okay, I think it is very safe to say that if it is good, it is not in an intuitive way. And it's going to be something... Honestly, I would not be surprised if this would be the highest win rate for Flurk. Stay on one, get tied under triples, pull some five drops, and forget you have a hero power after that. Maybe, maybe not forget you have a hero power after that. Like on tier six, you can like get Amalgadons and Primal Fins and like play brand and stuff. But... I would not be surprised if the highest win rate strategy for Flurg is stay on one, force Tide Hunter triples in the shop, get, you know, like the token triple and the Murloc triple, get to five drops, try to get a brand there. If you get a brand, play Murlocs. If not, there we go, chap. Play, Flurg play is the slow. hero yeah. when <laughs> elementals are in and mechs are out. You see? Yeah, so you, mechs out is a big deal. So yeah. you make sure that there's no counterplay. Everyone else goes elementals, you know, and then you're just playing Murlocs. Hit with the poison. Hit with the poison. poison. That's, the, that's the real strat. I think mechs are out when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about it, right? A noyo module. No module means that poison Murloc is probably going to dunk a big taunt because right? people do like having a taunt that protects against cleave they get to do scavenger argus stuff so yeah all right if, if quobar is being in this better or worse for murloc better yeah. most of the time because people play dynamic duo oh, people yeah. play ground shaker and all that yeah when when elementals and quobars are in and mechs are out there you go 
zombies. <laughs> that's that's the shot here. But yeah, anyways, interesting hero. I'm glad they got a buff. I, I do think it needed it because it still lasts even with the buff. So that's you know it 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 needs it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, moving on. Did Maev get a buff? No. All right. Next yeah. hero. No, really. Skip it. Skip it, guys. Please. For once, changing a one into a two does not doesn't do matter. It. <laughs> it, it does not matter because you're changing a one into a two, but you still don't get the minion for three turns. Uh, so if you were dead before you got your triple before, now you can be more or as dead, but with higher stats, right? You can take higher stats to the next game. That's yeah. That's that's the real buff here. Did did not get a buff. This is not important at all. I don't think you play this hero still. So. Which is weird because it feels like whenever Blizzard does balance in this way, the hero is suddenly like, "Ooh, wow!" Right? Like, but it's just not the same. It's not like Guff being plus one plus one plus two plus one. It's just not the same if you don't get the here if you don't get the minion for another three turns. It doesn't really matter if it's going to be slightly bigger. Just doesn't feel like it does anything. What if it was like plus five, plus five? Then maybe. Yeah. See, there is a breakpoint here, right? <laughs> there, there is a breakpoint that I'm sure Blizzard is able to find that breakpoint where at some point it matters, <laughs> right? Because if you give the minion plus five, plus five, I it's good to... enough. I can tell you that it'll be good enough. This hero power will be good then. <laughs> But we need to figure out, I you know, what is the favorite breakpoint. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, people already do that on yeah. my app, right? For sure. Because they, they roll for a good chop, so they have something that they can freeze for next turn. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's... Um, let's see, where is my app currently on the win rates? Uh, well, she jumped up a little bit. She's now slightly above cat. So is that something to be proud of? No. Not. Maybe not, but <laughs> she's doing a bit better. She was kind of like hardcore into tier four and now she's uh middle of tier three so but yeah man my boy bran is just in tier three and i feel like people just don't know how to play brand same at all. thing with forgo man my boy forgo yeah yeah i i, I see <laughs> sure honestly they might have the same thing where you i, I do think that a tier one curve with flurg um that might just be the way to go just to sort of force the tide on her anyways uh yeah my have it's a buff, but I don't think you're gonna feel it. We've talked. We talked about my Ev more than I thought we were going to. I've got to be honest. Yes, that is impressive. <laughs> we should give ourselves a pat on the back. That is excellent time filling. Uh, move it on to yeah, the goose. Yeah, we're now getting double the goose. I should have said double the goose instead of double the Nelly goose. That's way better. You're you're actually way. Better. Well, I mean, goose is Caligos as well, right? So I I can see you respecting the OG goose, the Caligos. Right? No, I, 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 I like I like your title better than mine. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Pause it, rework it, ship it. Da, 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 da. I can actually do that, but um, <laughs> it looks like uh, Mally Ghost is getting a slight buff here. Where, well, maybe not slight, but it's getting a buff where you're getting double the uh, double the battle cry, right? So let's say the battle cry has a value of you know twenty. Now you double it has a value of 40. Now 20 is generous, right? <laughs> uh, I would say maybe maybe 20 is not the value I would give, right? Maybe you've lost me here. So 
I don't know what kind of analogy this is. Okay, so let's say you give the, the, the melee ghost hero power, right? You give it a yeah. numeric value, right? Yeah, but what's the scale there? What's what's the hook does got? Uh, uh, maybe hook does is like seventy six or something. <laughs> I, I, I don't okay, you know I'm gonna help you here and just be like, just back away, just put it away. It's, it's no, not you know you don't want to make the hook desk scale before you can this, prove a Malago's point this, here. This, this is a great this is a great analogy. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, no worries. Straight ahead then, Master Collins. Straight ahead. So we've got you've got double so you've got seventy-four. Now you switch to Maligos, maybe Maligos scale is like a ten or twenty. You double that now it's forty. You know, and unfortunately, you know, it's not it's still half of a hook test, so it's still pretty bad. That's my point. <laughs> oh, yes. You've uh hmm. It didn't, it didn't come out. It didn't come out the way I was imagining. In my head. I gave you an out. You didn't want to think it. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Have you played Melly or not yet? No, I haven't played it. I don't think I will, but. So, honestly, it's it's like a lot of things I've been playing right now. It's If, it, if it's changed in a way, I just see if I can abuse it on Tier 1. And it felt okay on Tier 1 because it was a lot of like, Roll, roll, ooh, Selemental, buy, right? So I don't think that it's amazing. Let me start off by saying that. But I think if you are, you know, in a double token lobby and you have no other hero that looks interesting to you, you can stay on tier one and just use Malagos to, first of all, manipulate the shop. And after you've manipulated the shop, you can say, oh, there's Alley Cat on my board. I can zap that, see if I turn that into a minion that's either stronger or a minion I want to keep or, you know, turn it into Selemental. I don't think you want to be playing it if, say, Murloc Elemental is out. I think you really want to be able to make Sellies, you want to make Cats, you want to make Tidehunters, and then potentially, you know, turn minions in the shop into Swabbies or so. Just economy, economy, economy. So you're using this like a hook test, but you just swap things to make elements. It's like a real shitty hook desk, yeah. Um, but I mean, a real shitty hook desk is, you know, sometimes playable. It's maybe a forty out of seventy-four. Sometimes, yeah. yeah like realistically speaking, if we were to assign a numerical value to hook desk hero power. Then... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it feels like something you want to do when tokens are in and you're not really too impressed with the other heroes uh, and just fish for triples. For, for anyone who's not caught this, you know, we can call it maybe a bit of a tier one revolution or so. A, a lot of streamers, a lot of high level players have been playing and loving this tier one curve, myself included, where you stay on tier one until seven gold. On seven gold, you double level and on eight gold, you play your triples and you pull five drops. So some of these heroes seem to be better at that than others. And Melee could probably be okay here because you can keep manipulating the shops and the tier one drop pool is fairly limited. So the chance that you do roll minions that you want to buy is relatively high. Sounds viable. But yeah, I don't know if I recommend the hero, but... No, it's hard to recommend. But if you know you don't like the other options, then that's how you probably play it. Yeah, definitely a hero. I do like that they're buffing heroes in general, right? Like I, I've been asking for them to to buff heroes for a long time. Just 
Um, this is a hammer buff, by the way. It's like times two donk. Yeah, it's it, it's like their you know their uh their plush toy hammer. You know their their rubber hammer oh, here. Like, like, the little yeah. it makes like a boink noise. Boink, like, yeah. boink. It, it doesn't have the same impact, you know. Yeah. Daryl got it's the real hammer. hammer. Yeah, yeah. This one's getting the you know, the rubber one. <laughs> boinky. I like that. I like that. You know, right hammer. <laughs> you have this saying like that. You know, you just if you're good with a hammer, everything looks like a nail, right? But they at least differentiate between your hammers. It's a nail, but you know, some of them the the nails don't don't move when you hit them. <laughs> it's like oh, my bum just. <laughs> That's so sad. It's like, yeah, yeah, the toy hammer hits the nail, but it doesn't go into the wall any further. Like, there, fixed. <laughs> that is such a great one, Collins. Oh, man. I just love entertaining ourselves here with these uh, stupid but funny analogies. Yeah, that yeah. is great. The nail didn't move, guys. The nail did not move. Yeah, it's still it's still the same era. Like, it, you know, it, the, the nail gets a break, I guess. But yeah, this generally, um, overall, I think maybe Shutterwalk got the most important buff, I would say. Followed by Daryl. Maybe Daryl got the most important buff. Like, that one's kind of hard. Uh, I, I think it completely depends on what your criteria are. I think if you're purely make, talking... Make your criteria MMR, and then judge. I, I like yeah, that. so if we are talking from a pure MMR standpoint, I think the Daryl changes right? yeah. the biggest ones. Yeah, it becomes that... It's 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 uh, he re he reclaimed the spot as the MMR machine, right? Daryl was an MMR machine at some point where you're like, well, I could take a chance with this hero, or I could take my almost guaranteed top three with Daryl. So I'll take I'll go take Daryl because um, that is just on a day of climbing, just having that mm, minimum plus fifteen. Okay, I guess right. You just take it and maybe I roll and they get more. Um, but then from a thematic. And just game breaking cool combos point of view, definitely Shutterwalk. Like Shutterwalk is like super crazy. The the stuff you can do now. Yeah. Gerald and Shutterwalk looks to be fun. Flurgold, eh, you know, still in last place feels bad, right? Mirab Mayav did not get a buff. And then <laughs> it's double, funny. double the goose. <laughs> not 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 impactful. If you're doubling the power of a bad hero power, it's still bad hero power. That's like the the best way of saying it, you know. There are some powers where, let's say this is Reno, right? Like, okay. <laughs> you golden. That's a real hammer. That's like a golden hammer, right? Like, oh, my God. Like, it's, it's very whole, different. They just grabbed the whole toolbox and go, bonk. <laughs> it's, it's very different, right? The level of hero please, power you're doubling. Like, you know, the year is 2030, right? Blizzard is rebalancing old here, old Reno that used to be playable, right? People, yeah. There are tales of people picking Reno at some point. Blizzard finally making him viable again by letting him make two goldens. Yeah. I could see it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, honestly, it's the way I was going, yeah, give yeah. it a couple of years. And yeah. making two golden hero, making two golden minions with Reno probably doesn't sound that crazy anymore. But yeah, we're not there yet, so please yeah, don't. We're not there. Reno's good. Reno's fine. He's he's good. He's all right. Yeah, but uh, for now, I think Shutterwalk Daryl is what you be looking at. But overall, that's this patch. They're still working on the major, um, 
minion changes so that'll that'll be coming out later hopefully you know in less than a month i'm hoping you know i think they said something like that but i, I think it was a month from the expansion so okay. you can look at the expansion release dates and i think that's what another two weeks let's say three weeks max but yeah, two yeah, three weeks more. right i so i i don't really know why right but I'm I'm okay if it's a little later because I'm enjoying this uh, this meta. I want it now, so let me be yes. the opposite of shady. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think if you're really in the flow of this meta, you're probably fine either way, because yeah, it's still a huge change and it's fun to test new changes. Um, but yeah, if you if you haven't been, because when there's winners in the meta, a lot of the time there's also losers, and I was able to adapt right from the tier four playstyle, but i think if you are like a real diehard tier four gamer oh this meta has been awful where you know like god i do not want to take these giant risks and the power level like crazy um and then you probably long for a change so yeah either way i think all parties are probably happy for it to hit on time so hoping that they can make their own timeline where it's roughly a month after the expansion all right sounds good but uh I think that will be it for us this week. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. I was actually late on the last upload for this podcast. I'll make sure not to be late on this one. That, that's my bad. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it uh, happens. Thank you for joining us here. Thank you for all the comments and feedbacks. And... Um, you know where to find us, right? We do this every week. If, if, you, at this point, if you stay this long, you know the you know this field. Thanks for being here. And we'll see you next week. We appreciate you. All right.